Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. Join strength and conditioning expert Roberto Parker as he shares his over 35 years of experience in training athletes and helping people achieve their fitness goals. Now here's your moderator, Chris Whiting, with Coach Roberto. Yay. Hey, thanks, Paul, as always, for introducing this podcast. Um, So proud to be part of the Health Detective Podcast. I learned so much. I guess it's selfish on my part, but I love this because I learned so much every time we have this podcast. And I know each of you that are listening to this do as well. Today's episode, we're going to talk about um, disease, which sounds kind of morbid, but we focus on health, and so disease obviously is very important. So, uh, Roberto, welcome to your podcast. So glad to have you here. Always great to be here. <laughs> yes. So, tell us about disease. Kick this thing off. Well, disease is a word that's thrown around too much in the medical community, in my opinion. Hmm. Uh, let's look at the definition of disease. The layman's term, it's abnormality that is not good for the body. Mm-hmm. So many things are termed disease, alcoholism, uh, cancer, measles, uh, diabetes, uh, even obesity. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, this is coming from a holistic perspective. And you know me, I'm a very holistic person. I I look at the body from a holistic physiological perspective, not a pathological perspective. Disease, the biggest disease we have is called aging. Whoa. Whoa aging you're not going to stop that and with aging you bring on certain symptoms that we're going to talk about in the next podcast here teaser and with the aging process what happens is that your body makes cells and your body breaks down cells and has to regenerate cells as you age the body does not regenerate those cells as fast as they should as they're being broken down That is why kids can do a lot of physical stuff that older folks can't do. That is why kids can typically eat a little bit more food than older folks don't do. Don't I know it. Because when you're younger, you're manufacturing more cells than you're breaking down. As you age, you're breaking down more than you're building up. Is the quality the same? Do you continue to to turn out the same quality of cells but not the same quantity or does the the quality go down as well well yeah i mean the quality is an important part too that's that involves you know stuff like the mitochondria are you taking care of that because the mitochondria as you probably learned about in high school biology sure that that is a powerhouse of cells when the mitochondria becomes compromised that affects your overall health there's mitochondria in every cell in your body because mm-hmm. that like i said that is the the generator the the motor the engine of every cell but getting back to the disease process like i said we throw that term around too much let me give you some examples during slavery when a slave would run away from the slave owner mm-hmm. the medical people termed that drapetomania in which they would never get, heard that before look it up i i kid you not it's called dreptomania in which the slave owners would give their i don't know if they did it but they probably had doctors that did it they would treat the slaves medically speaking because they felt like they had a disease because they wouldn't run, be, run away because from their owners. they wanted to be free they yes. had a disease wow yes, yes. so I'm, I'm saying that that the term disease has been thrown around a little bit too much let me give you some other examples 
during the Middle Eastern, uh, not Middle Eastern, but during the Egyptian era, mm -hmm. what they used to treat patients? Leeches. Oh, yeah. Okay, now why did they use leeches? Because they wanted to suck the blood and supposedly the toxins out of the, the human body, right? Yeah. But you notice we're not using leeches today. No. Okay. And there's a reason for that because it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> but that stayed around a long time, it right? Did. It did. Yeah. Okay. How did George Washington die? The president, the first president of the United States. He pretty much bled to death. Why? Because the way he was treated, I believe he had a, a, some sort of abscess. Doctors in those days would bloodlet you mm -hmm. because they felt that would drain the toxins and diseases out of your body. And what happened? And so he bled to death. That's pretty much it. He he bled to death. I know. No matter how he died, he didn't lie about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm for sure yes. on. Yes. I thought that was Abe Lincoln, though. I don't know. It was some president from a long maybe, time maybe ago. Maybe Abe cut down the cherry tree. I mean, that was probably. I, I don't know. One of them cut down the tree. One of them didn't lie. Yeah. Yes. Hell, hell, I don't know. But anyway, like I said, the biggest disease we have is the aging process. Now, I read a lot of of books and articles and blogs by guys like Dr. Joe McCullough, Dr. Josh Axe. Some of your listeners out there probably heard of these gentlemen, mm -hmm. but Ron Rosedale is another guy who, who specializes, he's a medical doctor. He specializes in working with people with diabetes and insulin. He believes that the biggest, the biggest disease we have is the aging process and the symptoms of aging are cell degeneration. And the symptoms of that are things like cancer, diabetes, um arthritis so you're saying those things that we would typically call a disease or a condition are actually symptoms right. of this overarching they, disease they are an adaptive response to what is happening in your environment getting back to our very first podcast we talked about inflammation and stress yeah there's three types of stress and that's it there is emotional stress which can be linked to mental stress mm -hmm. there's physical stress and there's chemical stress, which can be also linked to nutrition. So there's three basic stressors of the body. There's, there's emotional, right. there's physical, and there's chemical. And your body will adapt and respond to those stressors. For example, high blood pressure, that's considered a disease. Is it a disease or is your body adapting to what you're doing to it? For example, if you are dehydrated, your blood pressure will be higher. Okay. If you're working out a lot with weights and put on more muscle, your blood pressure will typically be higher. If you're a person of African descent, typically they have thicker capillaries, which mm -hmm. is linked to muscle. Your blood pressure will be higher. I never knew that. If you're a person who uh, you're sitting down in a chair and all of a sudden you stand rapidly, your blood pressure will be higher. Now, a person who works out all the time, you go to the doctor, the doctor says, You've got a disease. You need to take some medication. Mm -hmm. But doc, it's an adaptive response to what I'm doing, doc. That's what most people say. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you get where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a disease, symptomatically speaking, is an adaptive response to what we are doing in our lifestyle. That's it. Now, having said that, I would not sit here and say, if you have something that is life-threatening, that you should not be on some sort of medication, you should not be seeing a medical doctor, I would never say that to anybody. All I'm saying is that many of these so-called diseases can be controlled and even possibly reversed with 
Listen for it. I'm listening. Lifestyle changes. Oh, I had a feeling that was coming. Yeah. And, of course, that's what you specialize in is helping people find out what lifestyle changes they could make to impact their health in a positive way. Exactly. Um, So you think we probably rely on medication too much instead of, like, taking responsibility for changing what we can with our lifestyle. Don't even get me started on that. (laughs) Maybe that's a whole other podcast. I could do a one-hour podcast on that. Wow. Our healthcare system is the shits. (laughs) And not in a good way. Okay. We spend more time chasing diseases, so-called diseases, than we do in trying to prevent the damn diseases. Yeah. Okay. That is the key, folks. The way you control disease, you find yourself a good holistic practitioner who knows the system of the body. The nervous system is the big daddy of all systems of the body. There's two branches of the nervous system. There's the sympathetic, which is your fight and flight. You probably Mm -hmm. learned about that in school. I actually did. Okay. Yeah. Unlike the mitochondria you were talking about earlier. And there's also the parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest. Those two systems are yin and yanging with each other. When you're always in the fight or flight mode, which is a lot of people today because of our highly industrialized, make money, make money, be successful, uh, chase the Joneses type of society, people are always internally stressed. Mm -hmm. And with that internal stress, guess what? diseases pop up because the body is always adapting to what you're doing to it because when you're in the sympathetic dominant state which is your fight or flight your gut shuts down because you get this primal instinct that a lion is chasing me or saber-toothed tire is chasing me so all the blood goes from the gut to the muscles of the body and the adrenaline increases you're always in this got to run from that tiger or got to run from that lion or the saber tooth tiger you're always in that got to run 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 stay the engine always is revving on high even when you go to bed at nights that's why some people don't sleep very well because they can't shut their brain down this guy yeah okay that is an adaptive response that will bring on more of a disease state okay now i want to get back to aging uh swing back to it real quickly I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you can stop the aging process because it ain't happening, but you can sure take you can sure take a dent out of it mm-hmm. by your lifestyle. So find yourself a person who knows how the nervous system functions, who knows how the immune system functions. That is why so many people have screwed up immune systems is because they're always in a fight or flight state. Okay. They don't know how to relax. They don't know how to rest. They don't eat the right types of foods. They're not doing the right types of exercises. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're doing too much of a certain type of exercise. They're always in that that fight or flight, sympathetic, dominant state, thus, opening up the system to become more symptomatic, i.e. disease, mm-hmm. in what they're doing. Wow. Okay. Okay. And um, so one thing I like about like going to you I, for exercise, like I never know what we're going to do, but we do things um, that I feel like work out different parts of the body that I wouldn't do if I were going to the gym on my own. You know, I'd be doing the bench press machine and the elliptical and um, with you. It's like you say, we get healthy from 
the belly button right from the butthole from the belly button out not the butthole Chris. okay I, I yeah i knew it's something like that but we're, we're doing all these twisting and turning and all these these different types of things that i feel like are exercising and and maybe i'm wrong on this but almost like massaging my internal organs when we do this type of working hat and i just feel overall healthier than if i just went for a run or well, just lifted weights that's true because muscles every muscle in your body innervates with an organ of the body when oh. you when you strengthen your your spinal muscles mm-hmm. we talked about this a few weeks ago remember the uh s234 keep the ding keep that ding dong uh, off the floor exactly that's that's your sacral spine mm-hmm. okay c3 c4 c5 keeps you alive now that's your cervical spine okay that interacts a lot with your heart and your lungs and so forth and that's your neck right yeah that's your neck yep like so you you need to strengthen those posterior spinal muscles of the back Mm -hmm. like we talked about this last week about the tree you know the big tree and the little tree yeah big trunk the small trunk you've got to get those core trunk muscles strong first and foremost because those particular muscles that connect to your spine innervate with crucial organs of the body we talked about the prostate just a few seconds ago the prostate the ovaries for women yeah the heart the lungs the kidneys the pancreas the brain muscles communicate with tendons ligaments bones joints organs wow so my takeaways roberto are that um disease is a word that's thrown around maybe a little bit too much too freely, yes. Too freely, because what we're looking at a lot of times are actually symptoms of things like the aging process. Correctly. And that we can, while we can't stop things like aging, we can impact how they affect us by the way that we treat ourselves and the habits and the lifestyle choices that we make. And I know we're getting close on time here. Um, you've said it already in this podcast, but if people want to get connected with a holistic practitioner, which can help them change their life, make different choices, teach them some things that they can do so that they can stave off or, or at least impact positively things like aging. Let's say they want to get in touch with you. How do they do that? Well, I do things virtually via the internet. So if you're living out of town somewhere, listening to this podcast you can do that i can set up a uh, a communicative link via the the internet to work with you or find someone in your local area there are a lot of good practitioners all over the country i like to think i'm one of the best but hey <laughs> i'll but vouch for you nonetheless my number is 816-405-7703 email us rwpsports at yahoo.com you can contact me that way Perfect. Okay. Hey, folks, seriously, if you're curious at all about this, about improving your life, talk to Roberto. Um, You know, he does these podcasts for free and gives out great information, but you can get so much more value when you spend a little time with him. Uh, This is part one of two podcasts on Health Detective. We talked about disease this time. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into symptoms next time. So you're going to want to listen to that and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. You can contact Roberto at 816-405-7703 or by email at rwpsports at yahoo.com with any comment or question you may have. Join us next time for the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. 
The Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker has been a KCTK production. Produced by Roberto Parker, Chris Whiting, and Paul Lavoda. All rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com. 